0: You're listening to The Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, Episode 40. If you didn't know, I've actually been spending the past three weeks every single day working on this 28-day challenge for my mastermind group. And I have an e-course called The Party Planner Academy where I teach people how to take their event planning business from a concept or, you know, a business that's doing okay and help them learn how to leverage sponsorships and get paid to create content online, which is something that a lot of event planners don't even know they can do. And as I was going through and like selling this course, I noticed when I would look on the back end, like to track people's progress, that they weren't getting more than like three quarters of the way through before they would just stop. And some people would stop like halfway through. Um, and I I was kind of like, how do I get these these people to keep going and like finish the course that they invested in that they I know they want? And so I started reaching out saying like, hey, how can I help you? Like, I just wanted to reach out, see if you're stuck, if there's anything that you need help refining. And so many people thought they knew what they wanted to do. And it turns out that they didn't know. And I'm like, oh man, I remember seven years ago kind of just bumping along and writing about and posting about whatever I was interested in. And in your mind it makes sense because you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm a personal brand. I'm just sharing like everything about me and it's great and people will love it." But what actually happens is it translate translates as confusion and kind of like a hot mess to be honest to the reader and the listener because they don't understand what to expect from you and then it's hard for them to want to follow along when you don't even know what you're doing. And so I decided to create this 28 day challenge as a way to help people define their why, figure out their branding and execute with massive momentum so that they could have a really big impact in their businesses after just 28 days of spending you know, one to two hours a day, which I know sounds like a lot. And if you think that sounds like a lot, it's even more in the summer when all of your kids are home from school. Um, but we've been having some really big breakthroughs And one of the things that has been the biggest breakthrough for the group collectively of these 10 women is their ability to tell their story. And I didn't realize that this was important until about three years ago when I started sharing some of my struggles and how, um, you know, I was stuck and, and wanting to overcome these things and, you know, kind of moving away from this perfect portrayal of myself and my talents online into a human being who struggles and sharing things that I like and dislike um, in a way that was more focused to my mission of helping women, helping mothers create a career that they love where they can have it in their own time, that they can be their own boss, that they can build something while their kids are little and at home so that when their kids are in school full time, you're not just sitting at home like, what do I do now? You know, who am I? What do I do now? Because for the past five to seven years, however however many years there are between your kids, like with when you're with little kids, it's a full-time job. But as soon as they get into school, I find that a lot of us women just want more purpose. And by having the resources to know how to share your story, it's one of the fastest ways for people to not only hear what you're trying to say, but to resonate with your message and to say, oh my gosh, like I've been there too. I thought I was the only one. Um, and one of the best, I guess, examples for my own life is when I started sharing about how although I was raised to be a stay-at-home mom, although I was raised that that was the most important job a woman could have, once I became a stay-at-home mom, I started feeling really anxious and very depressed. And I felt like my life had no purpose. And I just didn't find happiness in the day-to-day of being a mom. Like it was really unfulfilling, unrewarding. And as soon as I started creating my blog, it kind of fulfilled that internal need for me to feel like Chelsea and, you know, the Chelsea that has thoughts and dreams and desires and ideas and also be a mom. You know, I didn't have to necessarily leave her at daycare full time and go work um, for someone else. Like I could create my own thing. And it was honestly the best of both worlds. And what I'm kind of getting at here is one of the best ways to do that is to share your story. And it's been interesting to me because I have this group of 10 people and five of the people, half of the group, like they're really trying to work out their story and like share it and we're trying to iron it out and it's it's going well. And the other half is like not even sharing. And I have been posting like, you know, just share something, share a story. And a lot of them like, well, I don't, it's almost like they don't feel like they have a good story or they don't feel like their story Is valuable or worth listening to, Um, but again, I'm like, oh man, like if you don't share, if you don't give me anything, like how do how do we know, you know, how do we know it's no good? Um, Like you must have experiences, like you must have um, childhood things that happen to you that make you want to be in this mastermind group to pursue your dream to become an event planner to become your own boss. Like, why did you want to do that? And I think the thing I've learned so much from this 28 day challenge versus my regular group. Is I'm more hands on with this because I really want them to know their purpose. Because if you know your purpose, you know what your brand is, you know what you do, you know what you offer, you can actually have people like very quickly take that momentum to follow you. But it's not as simple as just like, oh, cool, I I did one thing or I'm posting once a month. Like, that's great. It's going to, you know. people want something to follow. They want background. And so I've said this before, but sharing your story, sharing your journey is how you become the expert. So in today's episode, I want to share three tips on how to tell your story in a way that is captivating and gets people to listen. And then as you're posting consistently, meaning like more than once a month, um, you you can create a library where people can come and binge and follow you and fall in love with the journey that you're on, even if it seems insignificant now. Um, and even if you're hitting walls right now, because to be honest, those walls that you're hitting are going to become parts of your story in maybe a year, two years, five years, you'll be able to look back and reflect on what that wall was and and how you overcame it. So the first tip is you want to make sure that your story has a good hook. Like a hook is your opener. It's what kind of gets people to pay attention and to say like, oh, what's what's she talking about over here? You know, you can do this with like a question or a quote. Um, but the best tip I have is like the more dramatic or off the wall or mysterious it is, the better. Um, because you want people to to want to listen to what you have to tell them. And so I think it's important to start the story with a good hook. The second tip is you want to tell the story. So A normal story has momentum and it has details and it has feeling. Like Think about when you open a book and you're reading a book. Like I love when they set the scene and they're like, you know, the wind was blowing and um, the leaves, it was fall and the leaves were changing color and they were falling down. And, you know, maybe when I walked, I could hear the leaves crunching instead of just like it was a fall day, (laughs) you know, you can feel the fall like you can see. Uh, and and it almost feels like you're there because you're sharing more detail and and really like getting them immersed in the story and in the setting. Because the main thing is like when you tell your story, you want people to be able to care about you and to resonate. And if we're too vague, it just doesn't happen. And so everything that you talk about needs to be in way more detail than what you think. So getting detailed and really setting that scene. And the third tip is like you need to reflect on what the purpose of your story is. Like why is it relevant? Like what is the point of your story? Who are you, you know, telling the story to and like why? Why why should they care? I think a lot of us we don't really think about our story because it's not something that's really taught to us. Like we I don't know. Sometimes it's like if they're not in your close inner circle, you almost feel weird sharing such intimate details. But think about anybody that you love to follow online. You probably love to follow them because you feel like you know them. And the reason you feel like you know them is probably because they tell you things about their life. And don't misunderstand. That doesn't mean you need to be an oversharer. Is that even a word? (laughs) You don't need to be somebody that like chronically overshares. They don't need to know every single detail, but as long as it relates to your niche and like your audience and what they want to hear from you, you can really help a lot of people and bless a lot of people by creating normalcy in your struggles and in saying, look, I'm going through this. I'm still trying to figure it out. Or I went through this and this is what I learned. It just gives other people permission to do the same. And as far as like being an influencer and somebody that people want to follow. Those are the ways that you can do it. And it takes practice. Like I've been working directly with some some of these ladies in my group for the past, I guess we're going on 20 21 days. We're going into week 4 on Monday. So, um, you know, it's been 3 weeks and we're all working on it and learning so much and it's still hard even if you know what to do. And so the best advice I have is just to tell it a lot, to practice a lot. And then kind of like remember the parts that stick out and, and then note like, okay, that, that like hit the mark, you know, and make sure you just always tell that part of the story. And if there's parts that you can tell you're losing people, uh, maybe cut those ones out and you can kind of refine this down. Like another question I get asked all the time is like, well, how long should my story be? And I think a good story could be told in as short as 10 seconds, truly, truly. Um, or go as long as like, a you know, 12, <laughs> 12 series episode, like 12, what am I trying to say? 12 seasons of like uh, a show, you know, like think about days of our lives or any of those soaps, like some of those have been going on for decades and they just keep digging deeper and deeper into the details. So that's kind of what I've, what's been on my heart and my mind. And as I've been trying to incorporate more story selling into what I'm doing, I'm having a lot of breakthroughs. And I just wanted to share that. Like if you feel like you have an offer that you're trying to sell and it's not working, put a story with it and then try to try to tell it that way. And to get somebody um, listening to your story about why that was something you wanted and see if it makes a difference. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode and I will catch you in the next one.